This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, September 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. China ready to hit back on U.S. tariffs. Mexico deal doesn't end trade conflict. China seeking cherries, but not from the U.S. China prepares to hit back on U.S. tariffs. Every time the U.S. hits China with new tariffs, China hits back, and now the Chinese are ready to retaliate again. A newly planned U.S.-China meeting to negotiate an end to the ongoing trade war hasn't persuaded President Donald Trump to stop escalating the conflict that has depressed farm commodity prices. Trump has made the decision to move forward soon with new tariffs on an additional $200 billion worth of Chinese products, everything from television to toys. That according to reporting by the Wall Street Journal. The Trump decision also comes after warnings last week that China will hit back. To safeguard the interest of its exporters, manufacturers, and other businesses, China has already vowed to definitely take countermeasures if the U.S. raises tariffs further. That according to China Daily, a state-controlled media outlet, and their warning on Thursday. The U.S. first hit China and much of the rest of the world with Section 232 tariffs on steel and aluminum. The aim was to get China to stop overproducing the metal. China then retaliated on U.S. pork, nuts, dairy, and produce. Next, the U.S. hit China with Section 301 tariffs on $50 billion worth of goods in an effort to stop China from appropriating U.S. intellectual property. In turn, China retaliated with a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans, wheat, corn, and a wide variety of farm commodities. Producers of many crops like cherries were hit twice by Chinese retaliation. Mexico deal doesn't end trade conflict. Just because the U.S. and Mexico have agreed on a trade deal doesn't mean the tariffs are coming down. That's what USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue told AgriPulse last week. The tariffs won't come down until the three-country North American Free Trade Agreement is restored with Canada back in the fold. When the Trump administration announced last month that it had reached a deal with Mexico to salvage at least part of NAFTA, many, including Purdue, assumed the U.S. would withdraw its tariffs on Mexican steel and aluminum. That didn't happen, and so Mexico still maintains its retaliatory tariffs on U.S. pork, cheese, apples, potatoes, and other commodities. The lack of action is one more incentive for Mexico to pressure Canada to reach a deal with the U.S. like it did. Purdue told AgriPulse the hesitancy is that we want Canada to come along and restore NAFTA. I'm very hopeful that when Canada comes along, we can put all of that back together and remove the Section 232 tariffs. Trump originally held off hitting Mexico and Canada with the 232 tariffs because the three countries were deep into talks to renegotiate NAFTA. When it appeared that the talks had bogged down, both countries and Europe were hit in late May with the import taxes that the Trump administration justified by saying they were needed to protect national security. Meanwhile... U.S. and Canada remain at odds in talks that have come down to a couple of sticking points, including U.S. demands that Canada reform its dairy supply management program. China is seeking cherries, but not for the U.S. Destructive frosts and hailstorms did severe damage to China's cherry orchards this year, that according to a new USDA report. While bad for farmers there, the severe weather increased China's need for imports. Normally, that would mean a precious new opportunity for U.S. producers and exporters, but not now. 
The U.S. and China are in the midst of a trade war, and U.S. cherry farmers, along with producers of apples, dairy, pork, soybeans, corn, wheat, sorghum, almonds, pistachios, oranges, and many other commodities, are caught in the crossfire. Cherries were one of the commodities hit worst. China hit them with a 25% tariff in April and then another 25% in July. Now China's cherry production is expected to fall 10.5% to just 340,000 tons. Countries like Chile are exporting more to try to make up the gap left by the U.S., but China is still expected to import 170,000 tons less than it did for 2017-18. Chile is forecast to export a record-breaking 190,000 tons of cherries for 2018-19. Hundreds of thousands without power in North Carolina. Hundreds of thousands of people and farmers that rely on the North Carolina Electric Cooperative have had their power cut. It's a situation many of the state's tobacco, poultry, and pork producers have been preparing for industry representatives till AgriPulse. While there's not much producers can do to protect unharvested cotton and other crops from Florence's severe winds and rain, many farmers are hoping portable generators will minimize their losses from the storm by powering fans and dryers. The livestock has to be kept cool in the sweltering summer heat, and the tobacco that's already been brought into barns needs to be air-cured for weeks or it'll be lost. Much of the unharvested plants will be ruined, but farmers are saving what they can. Corn refiners overhaul. NCGA gets a new CEO. Some big changes are underway in the corn world. The National Corn Growers Association announced on Friday that their longtime top lobbyist, John Doggett, taking over as the organization's CEO. Doggett has been serving as interim CEO with Chris Novak's departure to CropLife America. Meanwhile, the Corn Refiners Association is launching a new logo and website that are designed to highlight the corn kernel and the innovation that is expanding the ways that kernel can be used. CRA's new office was designed with that message in mind. Corn can be found in the walls, flooring, chairs, and in the compostable serviceware in the kitchen. Corn is being used to create low-calorie and no-calorie sweeteners, contributing to a healthier diet. And scientists continue to find new and groundbreaking uses in places you might never imagine, from renewable materials to advanced byproducts, from 3D printing links to biomedical nanotechnology. That according to CRA Chairman Christopher Cuddy. It's time to put the spotlight on the kernel, an unassuming ingredient found inside nearly everything. Here's today's He Said It. Japan would like us to be a part of TPP, but we're committed to engaging with them, and we're going to get there at some point. That USTR Chief Agriculture Negotiator Greg Dowd last week during testimony before the Senate Agriculture Committee. Dowd continued, let me assure you that we at USTR completely agree there isn't anyone in the building that doesn't want to do a trade agreement with Japan. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, September 17th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.